welcome to the Poetry Podcast. Hello everyone, my name is Irene and uh, well, welcome to the first episode of the Poetry Podcast. I have actually never done a podcast before, so this is a first for me, so bear with me here in this episode. Um, I just felt the need to share my passion for poetry, oftentimes um, back in the old days when Facebook uh, was cool and actually had notes featured on there. They actually recently got rid of that feature this year, actually last year really, in 2020. Um, I used to post all of my poetry on Facebook notes and I would get comments and reactions there. And um, I'm not that old, I'm actually only 24, but I'm sharing this because I used to post my poetry when in my teenage years. But now that feature is gone and it was much less used as of late. And so I decided I need a place to put my poetry. I often still write poetry. And instead of needing to share it with the world, I end up just stashing it away in my notes. And I just honestly feel when it comes to art that it's almost a shame to create something and then not share it with people. Unless it's something that is so personal and it's just not meant to share. I really believe in sharing what you create specifically when it comes to art. So that's what this podcast is all about. I am here to share poetry that I have written. I'm here to share poetry um, that other people have written that I stumble across or maybe eventually, well, it would be wonderful if people send in, send in submissions to me uh, for me to read on this podcast and share with everyone who listens in. So all in all, I am very much looking forward to seeing what direction this podcast takes. I doubt it'll be too serious. I'm sure it'll be a mix and flow of the lighthearted as well as the down and depressing moods that all poets can really truly experience in themselves. <laughs> we all know that true artists can fluctuate in their emotions from all the way up to all the way down. So I'm kind of, that's what this podcast is going to be about, just expressing that um, having a place to express and share the, those emotions in the form of words and poems. So I hope you guys are excited to get started with our first podcast. Today is all about poetry or the introduction to poetry. Poetry has been a really big thing in my family since as long as I can remember. When I was a young, when I was a kid, I uh, used to have lullabies sung to me that have been passed down for uh, years and years and years, um, close to centuries, honestly, at least a century, uh, through my family and through my heritage. People sang uh, a song, Come and I Will Sing You. They sang it. Every mother sang it to their child who sang it to their child who sang it to their child for years and years and years and years, uninterrupted, all the way down to me. And I pray and hope that my generation will also carry on that tradition. I'm not going to sing this song for you today. I'm an artist and I'm a dancer and I'm a poet, but I am not a singer. But it goes, come and I will sing you. What will you sing? I'll sing you one. What is your one? And then it says, one of them is God alone. Still he remains one. And you sing all the way up to 12 with a line. And then you sing all the way down from 12 back to one. And you sing this in repetition as many times as you need until your child falls asleep. Typically, I would fall asleep on the second round of counting up to 12. <laughs> I was stubborn like that. I made my, my mom sing the whole thing through. Um, but when I sang it to my niece, uh, she would often fall asleep before I even reached 12 the first time. So it varies for every child. 
Anyhow, but lullabies, uh, lullabies are another form of poetry, I think. I don't per se view all music uh, and lyrics as poetry. I think that they are strongly interconnected. But when it comes to specifically lullabies and the nature of those, I think that they are built to soothe. And I think that there's something along about that that ties it closer to poetry in my perspective. Uh, so I've in my you know, vision one day, I would love to actually create a, 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 an album of, you know, lullabies for children to listen to. I am also a pianist. I play piano. So um, I definitely dream of creating music and poetry together that can be sung to kids all around the world. Because I feel like in a world of uh, technology and modern music, I think lullabies are a little bit lost. Uh, for modern children, and I think that would be something nice to bring back. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, poetry has been a part of my family for a long time. I grew up in a family with, uh, well, I have seven siblings. Um, my mom had eight kids in total. I am the sixth in that line. I was definitely, I would guess that I would be the most um, artistically inclined in the sense of constantly being caught up in daydreams and always wanting to create something. I have extremely creative and artistic siblings, but, uh, but I would say that I was so into my emotions and how to express them that it's almost like I made my own world out of it and I couldn't exist in the real world for a long time until I started dancing at age 17 and that actually brought me into a little bit the real world and interacting with people. I began ballroom dancing. And so it brought me to a point of um, learning how to dance with a partner and interacting with another person. And, and that kind of grounded me a little bit. But poetry um, and piano have always been places for me to express my emotions. I loved uh, singing. I was never fantastic at it. And I loved uh, painting and using charcoals. Also never fantastic at it. Sometimes I will still pick up a charcoal and and just enjoy the feel of it on paper. But most of the time, it's words, piano, or dance and movement that catches my um, my time. So um, as for my, my family history when it comes to words and poetry, um, it's just a very, very long line. I was named, um, my name Irene, I'm named after my, uh, my great grandmother. I do believe she's my great-grandmother. Sometimes I get the great and the great-greats mixed up. <laughs> I want to be accurate here, but um, but I do believe it's my great-grandmother. It's my mother's grandmother. So um, she is Irene, my grandmother Irene. She was big on poetry, her and her sister Maxine. They wrote letters back and forth, and it's really truly crazy. I have a book of her poetry, my grandmother Irene's, poetry. And I read through this book. It's truly beautiful, actually. I'll be reading a few of these poems here on this podcast. But I read through this book, and it's so astonishing that the, our poetry, even though I never met her in my life, our poetry is so similar. It could almost pass for the other. My poems could pass for her poems, and her poems could pass for mine, even though and even the ones that we wrote in different times in life, in different ages, they're so similar. It's just honestly amazing to see. And, it, and it, it gave me a lot of joy to read her poetry and to almost 
connect that part of myself to a deeper history in my family. So um, I guess I'm just sharing all this to show you guys that um, art is a big thing for me. Music and I'm a dancer by profession. I, I, I teach and perform and compete in dance. But poetry has a very, very special place in my heart. And that's what this podcast is about. It's a place to share that. It's a place to connect with others who have that view. Others who maybe just enjoy listening to it. And maybe even connect with people who have no idea that they enjoy poetry. And maybe, perhaps, and I'm not saying my voice is the best to do this, but poetry can be experienced differently when it's read on the paper or when it's read out loud. And I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Anne of Green Gables. Um, there's the movie version from Hollywood. There's the miniseries. There's another miniseries that came out recently. I was always a huge fan of Anne of Green Gables. I honestly felt like I was Anne of Green Gables. Always in another world, world trying to use big words, coming up with whimsical names for things. Um, but there's a scene in the, in the movie where she reads poetry out loud in front of an audience and it just astonishes and stuns everyone it gave me goosebumps i'm getting goosebumps now just thinking about it but that scene impacted me greatly because it filled me with this desire to be able to read poetry like that because as i said not everyone can be impacted the same way by reading poetry with their eyes and and reading it on their own, but if someone hears someone speaking a poem out loud, it can create a whole environment, a mood. It's like music with your voice, and that's something that I have truly longed to do my whole life. So, in a sense, this podcast is also practice for me to get to that goal, to be able to read poetry out loud and in a way that is meaningful specific and uh, specific to my interpretation and also uh, impact impacting for the lis the listener. So um, in the beginning, I understand, you know, I, I have my coach who started a podcast and he tells me, listen, you just have to get over the first few episodes. You know, it's never going to be what you think it's going to be, but you will improve along your journey and be very surprised about where you end up. Um, and this podcast is that. It is that possibility to practice, uh, to grow, uh, to open my own throat chakra more, to connect with more people. Um, so with that said, uh, I, now that you know that poetry is a big part of me and something I'm excited to connect with all of you about, I would love to go ahead and start sharing some with you. So uh, today, today I have a few poems prepared. And these poems are uh, from a few years ago, honestly, quite a few years ago. As I said, I'm 24 years old now. And these poems were written um, by me when I was about 16 years old, so about eight years ago. Um, and I just found them on Facebook. And as I said, today is all about poetry and what it, uh, what it is and what it means. So I'm going to go ahead and start. This is something I wrote eight years ago at age 16. If I didn't have to write at least 10 lines for my Ars Poetica, then I would just write the following as my poem. Poetry. I write this single word because poetry is limitless. It can be or describe or portray anything. 
and it comes in any form. There is no such thing as wrong poetry, though some may view it as bad. I have spent the past week trying to summarize passionately and effectively how I felt about good poetry, or how I thought it should be felt when read, but the best I could come up with was the above. However, I think the concept would work better on an art canvas, so since I must follow a writing guideline, I shall turn this prose into poetry. One can only go about writing about good poetry by starting out a little silly. Because the thing about good poetry is that it is unwilling to be defined by anything other than itself and its nature to be beyond our level of fathoming. Oh, I can encompass a storm and write eloquently about its raging and its water set free and how the torrents that wash beneath our feet feel when running barefoot on the concrete or how the ocean, when it receives this rain, rushes and swells like the global refrain from holding this mass of substantial waters as they circle the planet in a cycle of rinsing and repeat. Rinse away any trace of silent reverie, though somewhere there must be a pause. Just be. I could write about the time that elapses when the storm finally collapses and the ensuing hush is louder than the largest rush of hail. Die down, storm. Cease your swallows for a time of decorum. Relax for a while as the world sleeps and allow me to think in solitary peace late this night before my time runs up with the light of how I can possibly define the everlasting world poetry. And this is my Ars Poetica that I wrote at 16, eight years ago. I always felt a little bit tentative to share my poems on Facebook, but also, as I said, just compelled to share what I write. I've never been shy. Often when I was a kid, my little, my elder sister Jane would get mad at me and say, oh, Irene, don't say that because I would just overshare in my life. But um, nonetheless, people were always very caring. I mean, this poem only got four likes at the time. I was a teenager. I didn't have a lot of friends on Facebook, but I did receive quite a few good comments, but I'm going to read here my favorite comment of all uh, because it is from my Aunt Maxine, my Aunt Mackie, as we uh, lovingly called her. She has actually recently passed away just in January 2020, but she was at a beautiful ripe age of 100 years old. She lived a long life and was a true poet at heart, as well as a wonderful woman and incredibly inspiring. Um, she would tell stories her whole life and I remember being a child and listening to her telling stories and it just it was riveting it was exciting it was attention grabbing and it was just so wonderful so um Aunt Maxine if you ever want to read some of her work she has a book called Under the Gooseberry Bush by Maxine Birch Laverne uh, you can find it online and order it and pick it up it's a wonderful read it talks about her whole history of her life her sister my great-grandmother Irene their interactions, a lot of poetry, and a lot of her faith and beliefs as well. So her comment on this poem of Ars Poetica was, If any word is left alone to bide its time in peace, 
then all the rest of them will scream in an agony of release and bind themselves more roundly and more soundly and find themselves again in my great, great name. Love, Lackey. Seven years ago, she commented that. Anyhow, I love that comment. I would love to read a second poem to you guys. This one is of a polar expression. It's called Short Circuit, and I'm going to read it to you now. The atmosphere, humming quiet noiselessness, sweats cold upon the compilation's creation. The electricity, crackling broken records, continues circular incessancy, the discrepancy, the desire, straining for circuits intact, reiterates derangement, dissipates derision, deigns derogatory disses, disappoints desperately. Short circuit. I'm going to pause for a moment. Just want you guys to let that sink in. What does that mean to you? It's a lot of words. I'm curious. What does that mean to you? Just sit in it for a moment. Okay, so to offer my explanation of what I meant here in Short Circuit, I was actually uh, struggling to write a poem. I wrote a poem about struggling to write a poem. <laughs> so if you play back this recording and you listen to that piece again, I'm curious if you can find that connection to the struggle to find the right words, the connection, the correct meaning, something that impresses, something that was poetic, and I couldn't find it. Oddly enough, though in a completely different tone, Ars Poetica also expressed the same thing. The struggle, the desire, the, the trying to find a way to describe poetry, to write poetry. Both of these poems were about poetry, and both of them have very different moods and very different expressions. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope you enjoyed both of these um, pieces that I wrote around the same time at age 16. Uh, there is a lot more that I look forward to sharing with you on the Poetry Podcast. Um, I guess I will end off this uh, episode by saying that um, William Wordsworth said, Poetry is the spontaneous overflow of powerful feelings. It takes its origin from emotion recollected in tranquility. I thought this was a beautiful quote as it hints um, at reflection and rec recollection and these things are typically about the past um, things that happen in the past and so I feel like poetry is tapping into something that you've experienced that and that you've experienced and expressing that um, that doesn't mean that you can't express what you have not experienced that's the other beautiful thing you can express what you can imagine but to me poetry stands for powerful opportunity exploding to reveal yesterday. Perhaps not the best acronym, but that's the one that I came up with. Um, so one last quote to end with, but on a rather introspective day when I was 17, so after I wrote these poems I shared with you today, I wrote, the passions of this world intermingle to create an array of flavors that taste strongly to all who open their mouths to them. I'll read that again. The passions of this world intermingle to create an array of flavors that taste strongly to all who open their mouths to them. 
Basically, this was my way of saying the world provides such wonders and beauties and shocks that can be felt to our core, and from there can be written out in the form of poetry. Just open your mouths to them. All right, guys, thanks so much. This is Irene with the Poetry Podcast, episode one, all about poetry. I look forward to talking to you guys again in episode two, soon to come, I'm sure. I hope you enjoyed and have the best day. Tune in later. Thanks for listening. Be sure to hit follow to stay tuned for future episodes of the Poetry Podcast.